Okay, so we are in the final week of this series. I assume that everybody not only listened to what Rob said last week, but also got on the podcast to listen to the second part of this, this series, uh, which is called Fool Me Once. Uh, just to recap, for those of you who may not have yet, we talked week one about money. And so this whole series is about uh, things that, well, lies that you're told, things that people believe, ways that we're fooled sometimes. And one of them is that money is everything. Now, it's impossible to to say, and I would never say that money is not important, but, but when you only look for money, when you only try to have money, when money is the only reason you do things, everything else is going to suffer. And again, that doesn't mean that you shouldn't try to have money. It doesn't mean that you shouldn't get a good job. It doesn't mean any of that. But what I'm talking about is when you put your job or, or your uh, acquisition of money at the cost of everything else as your number one priority, your life is never going to feel right. And um, I've there's been countless people who say uh, after high school, they're like, hey, I'm going to work in this factory for a while uh, just to make enough money for college. But then they never go because once you start uh, working, then you have bills and you have taxes and all these things that add up and add up and add up, and so you get kind of stuck there. Um, last week in the thing that I recorded, I talked about the idea that you can fail. Now, that doesn't mean that you're always going to succeed at everything you do, but the only true failure is quitting. Um, I talked about Moses, and so, and so, trust me, and so Moses, this doesn't mean that you're going to be successful at everything, let me say that, but you can keep doing and finding other paths. And so Moses didn't think he could do anything, and God gave him a path forward and then gave him somebody to help him going forward. So maybe if your dream is to be an NBA player, you're not going to have that, but there are other things that you can make your dream. Some of you will have that, I know, but but not everyone. And so there are other things that you can find, and you'll find that, that God helps you along that path, and he calls you to things, and then he helps you to, to uh, just be ready. And so this week, I want to talk about the fact that, or the idea, the, the excuse, probably the number one justification a lot of people use is everybody else is doing it. Everyone else does it. This is what I'm supposed to do. This is what it's supposed to look like. Uh, I watch a lot of TV and movies. I love TV and movies. And over and over again, I get annoyed because they're, they portray it as if everyone uh, your age is the same. Like, you're all partying, and you're all doing this, and you're all doing that, and you don't care about authority, and you don't care about this, and you don't care about that, and you don't try, and you're not worth anything, and, and you can't do it, and you're always going to be uh, lazy or whatever. And there's all of these different ideas where it's like, this is what a teen is supposed to do, and, and it always annoys me, especially when we get close to prom or something, and I'm not saying prom is bad, uh, although I'm not a fan, but people will be like, oh, well, you should just go, even if you don't like the person. You should go with the hottest person you can think of, and it's such a blah, 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 and you're supposed to do this, and this is what it's supposed to look like, because they want everyone to be in a box. Um, even for, for my age, or Rob's age, like there are things where the world will say, well, this is what they're doing, this is what they're saying, this is what it's supposed to be like. And over and over again, TV and movies and songs and everything make it look like everybody is the same, and everybody has the same desires, and everybody has the same wants, and that everybody gives in on their temptations, and that nobody uh, can stay true to themselves, or nobody can stay true to their faith, or whatever else. And there's all of this going on all of the time. And again, especially for your guys' age, especially right now, you're hearing all of these different things. One of the things I say a lot to you guys is half the people in your life are saying, hey, you need to grow up and learn more things and have more an opinion and blah, 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 blah. And then the other half are saying, hey, you need to keep your mouth shut. You're too young. You don't know what you're talking about. That's not real, etc." And that can be very confusing. And so you never quite know where you fit. Um, and so I want to go with this. This is Matthew chapter 5, verses 13 through 16. Uh, you are the salt of the earth. 
but what good is salt if it has lost its flavor? Can you make it salty again? It will be thrown out and trampled underfoot as worthless. Um, before I go on, so basically this is the idea where Jesus is talking to his followers, but it goes to all of us. Uh, he's basically saying the world is going to be one way. Everybody is going to, to want to be the same. Everybody talks about being individuals, but they all want to kind of not stand out at the same time. And so he's like, hey, you guys have this chance to be salt, which is something that, that stands out. It's something that preserves. It's something that you can tell when it's there. If something has salt in it, you know that it's there. I know once when I was back in Seymour, where I came from, uh, I, went to, I went to lunch at somebody's house, Seymour, Indiana. I went to lunch at somebody's house uh, after church, and the, the, the mom had made uh, burritos out of like the taco mix stuff. And so I was always uh, raised to be polite and to eat whatever's in front of me, even if I don't super like it, which is what I do. Um, and so I was sitting there and I was eating the burrito and it tasted awful. And I didn't know why, but I kept eating it and eating it and eating it. It tasted overly salty, uh, which I don't like salt anyway. And then like when she finally took a bite, I eat fast, so I was done. When she finally took a bite, she's like, oh my gosh. And she like spit it out. She's like, I use salt instead of seasoning. And so it was not supposed to be eaten, but I did out of politeness. The point is, I knew very much that it had salt in it. In one bite, she knew that it had salt in it. If you have a lot of salt in something, you know that it's there. And so Jesus is saying, hey, you should be known. It doesn't mean that you have to walk around with the Bible and hit people in the face. Don't do that. It doesn't mean... Uh, that you have to offer an opinion to everyone else, offer advice to everyone else, regardless of whether they ask or not. It just means that you be who you are. You don't worry about everybody else. It's always going to be somewhat of a concern to want to fit in. Like, even if you, quote unquote, don't want to fit in, we don't necessarily want to stand out. Like, we don't want to be made fun of. We don't want to be mocked. We don't want to be hurt. But at the same time, he's saying here, if you are like salt and you are doing your best, you are being who you are, true to yourself, yeah, some people may not like you and some people may spit you out and some people may make fun of you, but you're going to be able to look high and be like, hey, I am who I am. Like, I am following the example of Popeye. Like, I am uh, just really exactly who I'm supposed to be. And you keep trying and you're going to mess up sometimes, but you keep trying. And then we go to the next part. Uh, you are the light of the world. Like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden, no one lights a lamp and then puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your good deeds shine out for all to see so that everyone will praise your heavenly Father. So some people think that being a Christian uh, and being the light means that you have to uh, constantly post on Facebook or Instagram um, your opinion on everything and... Bible verses to back it up, and that's just, you're constantly doing that. They, they also think that it means if anyone talks about anything, you have to throw your opinion at them, regard, again, even if they don't ask you, uh, because that is how they see being a light, a blinding light, something that, that is impossible to look away from. Now, on the one hand, if you are doing the right things, it's going to be impossible not to notice. But being a Christian, being a light, does not mean you're forcing everything. It means you're just being true to your faith. And if somebody does bring up something and you have the chance to talk, you do that absolutely. But St. Francis of Assisi once said, and I love this quote, uh, 
preach the gospel at all times and when necessary use words. That doesn't mean hide your words. It doesn't mean hide your opinion. It doesn't mean be quiet when you're talking to somebody. It means you don't have to force it. You just have to be who you are. You just have to, to stay true to who you are. And if you are a Christian, if you are trying to follow Jesus, then you just live like Jesus and you look at how Jesus did things. Uh, he talked to people. And my favorite example of this is when he talked to the woman at the well. And as they're talking, he brings up that she committed adultery. She then changes the subject. Now, a lot of people, a lot of people today and then would immediately like beat her over the head with this. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We can't go on to the next topic because you've done this. Like, hold on a second. Jesus kept talking with her. Like he didn't push it back because he had already said what he needed to say. And his example was showing that he wanted to build that relationship with her, that he wanted to love her. And so she saw that light in how he was and who he is. People will see that. Um, if you are doing your best to be like Jesus, people will notice that. It's impossible to not notice. Now, at the same time, some people are not going to like it. And not just some people who aren't Christians, some people that are Christians aren't going to like it. Because there are people who maybe see you work with uh, or help people on Tuesday nights or help somebody that, that needs help or talk to somebody, with like give them counsel, give them advice, uh, see you say no to something that, that others might be tempted by. And, and if, even if they're Christians, they might be like, well, I should be doing that in their subconscious. They're saying, well, I should be doing that. It's not fair that they're doing that. They're making me look bad, so I hate them. And again, it's subconscious, so it's not necessarily a decision. And then at the same time, like that spotlight, you're shining on other people who maybe don't get it, and they might not like you and not even know why. And that sucks. Like, it sucks. I've had people kick me out of their lives just because I, I don't do certain things, um, just because I care about other people in, in this way. Uh, and it sucks, but it's always better to be able to say, I am who I'm trying to be. And again, you're not going to be perfect. You're never going to be perfect. Going back to the failure thing for a second, you're going to lose sometimes, and it sucks. Almost everybody is going to lose sometimes. Uh, you're going to have times where you mess up, where you make a bad choice, where you make a mistake. You're going to have times where you're trying really hard to do something, or really hard to reach somebody, or really hard to, to get a certain grade, or to make a team, or to get accepted somewhere, and you're not going to. Not all of the time. But... On the same road of failure is also success if you keep trying. And again, it may not be what you pictured as success. It may not be the dream that you currently have, but it's something forward. Again, the only way you can truly fail is by giving up. And so if you keep going, you keep trying. That is also shining a light on the fact that you care about who you are and you try your best. Literally, that is all you can do. Jesus told us to be like him. All we can do in that case is to try to be like him, to try our best. And when you mess up, and we're going to mess up, you apologize and you say sorry, and you learn from it, and you move forward, and you try to help other people above the doors. And I've talked about this before. I have love God, love others, because that is summary of how to live like Jesus. You love God. You do everything you can to honor him. You pray. Uh, you do everything you can to live for him. And then you love others, which means you show them love. You show them respect. It doesn't mean you're best friends with everybody. It doesn't mean you agree with everybody. It just means that you show who you are, and you allow them to be who they are, and then you just do your best to show this example, to show this light, to show this salt, and then you keep going forward. This whole series is about the fact that everybody wants to put you guys and everybody else in a box. Like, they want to define, this is what a teenager is. This is what they do. This is when they do it. This is how they do it. They might say they're not going to do this, but they end up doing it. They might say they're not going to party, but they end up doing it. They might say they're not going to get drunk, but they end up doing it, etc. And they put you in this box, and like, this is what it looks like. That's not 
the truth because you can do whatever you, you want to do. You have free will. You have the choice. And if you trust in him and you do everything you can to, to surround yourself with good influences, with people, not just people who, who believe like you, although the closest people to you should be like that, but people who are willing to say, hey, that's not a good idea. Let's think about this. Let's talk about this. Not yes men, because that's what politicians do. They just surround themselves with yes men, and they think they're always right. Uh, but you surround yourself with people who will be honest with you and who will accept your honesty and who will help you to be the best you. And then you just keep going forward and keep trying and keep doing everything you can to be salt. Keep doing everything you can to be light. Keep doing everything you can to not be just like everybody else. Now, that doesn't mean that there aren't going to be some things that you do like everybody else. Like everybody goes to school and everybody does this and that. I don't know why I can't think of anything else people do. But uh, it doesn't mean that you're not always going to be the same, not always going to be different, but it means that you don't care about that. You don't define yourself by that. You define yourself by who you've been called to be, and you keep just trying, and then you help each other try, and you go forward, because you are salt, you are light, you are worth it, you are enough, and he loves you just as you are, and he will help you to keep growing. He will help you to keep getting better. He will help you to keep helping other people. You just have to keep going forward and trying and loving him and allowing him to love you. That's all I got. That's all I got. Thanks.